everyone, and welcome to the Glenn Hughes Coast to Coast podcast number three. I'm Shireen. And I'm David. First off, we must apologize for the delay of this edition of the podcast. It's been four months since the last one, but we have a good excuse. We spent the summer on vacation and catching up with Glenn and his band during some of the live performances in Belgium, Holland, and Italy. We just couldn't miss the introduction of some of the new songs from Music for the Divine, and despite the long journey, it was more than worth it. Oh yes, songs like Monkey Man, You Got Soul, Blacklight all came alive on stage, adding a whole new dimension to the set list. We're so pleased the set is gradually shifting to solo Glenn Hughes material and less and less paying homage to Purple and Trapeze. As much as we love those songs, now is most definitely the time to let his more recent material shine through. Also, over the summer, Glenn visited Australia for the first time in many years, and his two acoustic shows were filmed by Australian television. Aside from a scheduled TV broadcast later this month, there are also hopes for a DVD release, perhaps as early as the new year. Aside from the classics, Glenn also debuted some brand new songs from Music for the Divine, such as This House, Frail, The Divine, and This Is How I Feel featuring an accompanying string quartet. If we hear anything further on this potential DVD release, we'll certainly keep you posted. Talking of music for the divine, we've heard October 1st is the date for the USA release. Right now we don't have any further information, but as soon as it becomes available, we'll let you know via the website and the newsletter. Also, as some of you may have seen, the dates for the upcoming European tour are due any day now, but what we know right now is that it will kick off in Dublin, Ireland on Tuesday, October 24th, and conclude in Paris, France on Monday, December 11th. There should be five or six shows in the UK encompassing England, Scotland, and Ireland. All right then, another long-awaited debut occurred while we were enjoying the summer. J.J. Marsh has now finally introduced his new website, and more importantly, his new solo album, Music from Planet Marsh. Available right now for purchase and download via Apple's iTunes Music Store. In a matter of days, it will also be made available directly from his website, www.jj-marsh.com, as well as right here at the Coast to Coast and ghpg.net website, www.ghpg.net. Talking of JJ, are you ready to hear from him? Well, we're pleased to bring you an exclusive interview right now, so without any further delay, here's a conversation David had with him just a few short days ago. Well, thanks JJ for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time to um, join us on the podcast. Um, and sure. just would like to welcome you and want to ask you a bunch of stuff and I'll kick it right off by asking you about your solo album. When oh. when are we going to see this? Uh, actually, it's being pressed right now, so it's going to be available on my home site in maybe a couple of weeks, and I'm also going to sell it on tour. It's been a long, I mean, it, it, oof, it's been a lot of back and forth with different record company, companies and stuff, and um, so eventually I decided, you know, to to release it myself and um, because you know I, I wasn't happy with the, any kind of deal I was off, being offered you know so yeah. so but yeah 
get it out so I can record a new one you know, <laughs> over a year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, people been showing a lot of interest, and I'm really happy about that. So, well, definitely, there's a lot of good feedback. I mean, you you, you let us have that exclusive track um, last Christmas, and oh yeah, yeah. Plus the sound bites of all the other songs, and the feedback is just tremendous. So uh, cool. We looking forward to seeing that in our hands, you know. So. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to happen soon. Now I know it's been a, you know, <laughs> but um. So we'll be on the website jj-marsh.com. Yeah, and uh, also maybe on GHPGNet. Who knows? <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, just let us know what you'd like to do. For the American thing. We, well, we'll talk about that. But it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to be coming around the corner real soon. <laughs> well, good. I'm pleased to hear it. All right. So, uh, can you give us some highlights from the out al- uh, from the album? Meaning, you know, what what stands out for you? I mean, they're all obviously your babies. So, but um, is there one or two tracks that really had some meaning or well, memory behind it? it? Like you said, they're all my baby. Every song is a bit different, you know. So, I mean, I love the uh, like in the first one, Electric Women, and the second one, Play the Game, because it's more that's more got a more of a Hendrix thing to it which I you know really dig and uh, but and I don't know maybe a, a classic rock with a bit of pro- progressive touch in it and a little, a little jazz flavor you know in the pre-chorus and stuff like that and kind of weird kind of rock jazz or something and um well, I have to maybe in, into the light is def- definitely a fa- favorite, and uh, play the game is a favorite, and uh, the last one, the just sh- change is a favorite. That that's a long one, like twelve yeah. minutes or something, and it's yeah, that's definitely a highlight for me. But all those symphonic kind of progressive changes to it, to it, which I really you know dig doing. Now on that track, on that particular track, um, there's a riff on there that also showed up on one of the HTP albums. Did, did, yeah, did, 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 I wasn't was happy with with what happened with with that. It, it, I mean, it, it's the guitar solo part, right. but, and I thought it was really whoa. Wow, this part is perfect here. So I figured, well, since I wrote it, it's up. I mean, it's my piece of music so I can use it wherever I want I guess and then I changed it around I extended it and I did a longer version of it and uh, you know I, I, I think it I think I we did it some justice on, on my record actually yeah well definitely and uh, I know it's hard for people listening to, to get what we're talking about but hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll they'll be able to figure it out <laughs> You had Thomas Broman and Shella join you on that. Yeah. And then you took over pretty much everything else, right? Yeah, and I have Thomas Bodine uh, from the Flower Kings, a friend right. of mine. That's right. Well, they're friends of mine, actually. The, 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 I had a band in the 80s called Spellbound, and the lead singer is from Spellbound. is with the Flower Kings. been with them for like 10 years or something. So. Okay. I have, and they're from my hometown, Uppsala, so we have a, you know connection but me and Bodin we I've, I've been playing on two of his records and we're gonna start recording his new record in like t- 
two months now. And, uh, but I mean, he's just—he's just—he comes from the you know from the progressive world. You know, he—he's got it. He's really got it down with you know with bands like Jazz and Genesis, and he's—he's he's like the wizard of sound. He really—he's got all the really great sounds from the seventies, you know, and and new sounds, and he's just. He's a sound freak, and he's, pretty, and he's a really good arranger and composer. So I, I wanted to use him on some tracks on, on this album. So the tracks I used him for, I think, was perfect for him to play on. Yeah. And the rest, Chell is playing with his blues rock, you know, dirty organ. Right. <laughs> tone, you know, so I think it worked out really good. It, it did. Uh, I really like your work on the Glass Bowden album, the I Am. Thanks. Was, we had a really good time recording that. It's not something I would normally would have listened to, but to be honest, but um, I don't know. It, it, everything came across really, really well. All right, cool. Really, really enjoyed it. So I look forward to hearing. So you, you're going to be recording with him uh, in a couple of months, or the album will be out in a couple of months. We're going to start recording in a couple of months because we okay. uh, we're going on a European tour in October, I think, and they are too with the Flower Kings. They're going to play America, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, so we have to. We, we were actually supposed to start recording now in, in August, but uh, stuff happened, so we have to postpone it to, to later this year. But it's going to be great. It's going to be the follow-up to I Am. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. Maybe you are. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. And uh, you know when I. All the time when I when I do the uh, Thomas Bodine record, I never he never gives me the music in in advance, so I never know what's gonna what I'm in for. <laughs> you know, just, just I never really know what's gonna happen. So he, I mean, he just plays the songs to me, and, and you know, we we take it from there. Well, that's a cool uh, way. That's really interesting. We keep it fresh. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's a cool way of recording. You know, yeah. Show up at the studio and work your magic right there and then. <laughs> but we have time to do it because. He's got his own studio, so there's no, you know, meter taken away. So, oh, um, that, that's a good thing. So yeah. we can really, <laughs> because I mean, some of the stuff is really difficult to play, you know. Sure. So I mean, we have, you know, we have to go through it, you know, over and over. Some of the stuff. Are there any other projects that you've been involved with in the last few months that we haven't seen the light of day yet, or? Uh, Actually, no. I've been uh, writing some new material for, I don't know, maybe me or Glenn or some other band or something, but, yeah. you know, we've been playing these festivals around Europe this summer, so I've been, you know, taking it pretty easy, you know. Yeah. Well, cool. Enjoying the summer and, and playing some festivals. and. So, what did you think of the crowd's uh, uh, reaction to the new songs? It's been really good, especially in uh, how do you pronounce that? Vervier, Vervier. Yeah, I mean, because small, small place, small club, uh, maybe three hundred people, all Glenn fans. You know that it's really into Glenn's and our music, and and you know all the songs and all the albums and everything, and. They're really die-hard fans, so that that was really good because I think we we got a really 
warm. Definitely, and the, the, yeah. the, the sound was actually pretty good for uh, for such a small place. Oh, cool! And um, the, I think I, it's really cool that Shell is playing the rhythm guitar because it. Yeah, that helped. Yeah, it broadens the sound a bit. It it takes it away from from the organ, which is great, but you know it it gives it, it gives the music more dynamics. You know, definitely. And there's no keyboard on the new album anyway, so I mean, right. so it just fattens up the guitar tone. Right. I think that's really cool. You know, obviously it's going to be different when we play festivals because it's not it's not going to it's not only going to be Glenn fans there. It's going to be you know a lot of different type of music fans. So we have to rely more maybe on the purple stuff. But we did play a lot of the new stuff at Boss Pop, and uh, uh, yeah, they. I, I, the reason I asked the question because I was really pleased to see um, the reaction of the crowd on the new stuff. I mean, they were like more, more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, I guess for some people, you know, I mean, everybody heard of Deep, Deep Purple, but maybe some people haven't heard of Glenn, you know, and what's this, you know, oh, oh this legend, you know, from blah, 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 but they never really heard his solo record, so, and then you go up and play new songs, and their, their ears are fresh, you know, they don't know what to expect, you know, right. so, and if they think it's really good, they think, wow, this, this stuff really rocks, then it's really good, I think, you know, if you, if you dare to do it, you can win a lot of people over, you know. Well, you certainly picked my favorite tracks, uh, both Glenn and yourself picked the right tracks, I think, for playing live. All right, cool. Um, you know, there was a uh, Monkey Man. It was a good song on the record, but uh, you know, I wasn't really over the. You know, I wasn't really taken with it. But, uh, yeah. But when I heard it live, wow, that was like a whole different experience. You know. It's even better, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's 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 a great live track song. It it's yeah, it really c comes alive when we, when we play it live. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. that's. I mean that's true for all of them, but for me, of on the, the songs on the album, that that one didn't really take me as much as the others. But when I heard it live, that changed my opinion. So, all right, that's very cool. So, and I think, like you say, it helped having Shallow uh, on guitar. I think he was on guitar for that one too, um, yeah. in the background there. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was I was really. Um, happy to see a lot of smiling faces, you know, because I know, I remember on the Soul Mover tour, I mean, obviously the song, Soul Mover, goes, comes across just like that, you know. Yeah, we, we can play that like an en encore now, it's almost, right. you know, getting to that point when we can, you know, but almost some, yeah. do Soul Mover instead of Burn, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not, but... Yeah, well, that's a never-ending never uh, conversation about the set list, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just really happy about that we have this new thing now that we, we, we decided, or Glenn decided to, you know, that go for it and really, you know, the majority of, of, of the setlist will be, you know, songs from, from the album, from the solo albums, you know. Right, right. And, and, and ease back a bit on, on, on the purple stuff because it's been going on. For, I mean, I've played it for over 10 years and, you know, it, I love purple, it's the best. Playing purple songs we never played before. You know, 
like uh, because while it's playing, you keep on moving, getting tighter, Stormbring, blah blah blah. It might just take your life and and all those great tracks. But it would be great to play maybe you know Dealer from Come Taste the Band or Drifter. We've actually been talking about doing that, so maybe we'll do it. Yeah, that would be cool to hear some of the yeah the unheard songs. So. And uh, having said having said that, I'd love to just have an all Glenn Hughes set. <laughs> But um, well, I, I know in some yeah, parts... I, I wouldn't mind, you know. In some parts of the world, you kind of have to play it, so, you know. Yeah, maybe part we haven't played so much, like East Europe or... Right. You know. But I, or maybe Russia, too, you have to be a bit more traditional. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong in having two or three set, different set lists, you know. Right. You can have, you, you know, change songs around a little bit yeah well but, uh, yeah more new songs that's very cool yeah I can't wait for the next album <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, sounds, it sounds like you're writing for it already well I'm just I always write you know I'm always writing music yeah. so I, I I don't always know where it's going to end up but you know I yeah. can't you know well, if I decide to put the guitar down for a couple of weeks and go somewhere, I wouldn't. But if I'm just if I'm at home, you know, I, I would just pick the guitar up. And so, uh, so you're like Glenn then? You're a bit of a workaholic, huh? Yeah, but I think he's even more workaholic right now than I am. <laughs> he's constantly working, and that's very cool. Yeah. You know. And the the quality of the material is just it's just better every time. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah I th and that goes for your playing as well. I should say, you know, it's not just Glenn, but um, oh, thanks. Um, you know, every record is just this high quality stuff. You know, it's like every time it's like you top it. You know, <laughs> uh, but we we try to. I, I I think we're in a really good position right now. We, we I think we're really on to something. I think we're really f finding our you know the right kind of uh, what word can I use? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I have to use a Swedish word. Go <laughs> <laughs> for it. We have a lot of Swedish listeners. Well, okay. <laughs> well, maybe I better say something in Finnish then. <laughs> Although I can't speak very good but Finnish, but doesn't matter. No, I think we really. We, I mean, Soul Move was. I think maybe the star or something. I, since Shad came in the picture it's been you know it's, we've been I don't know has he made you guys just more relaxed about things uh, what, what's his influence that like you said? well he, he's such a great guy he's so he's, you know he's really he's a really cool guy he, you know he doesn't have any ego problem and, or, or you know he doesn't he's just a down to earth, really cool, wild guy, you know. Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of love and a lot of, you know, big heart. Yeah. Oh, and he just spread this really positive energy around him, you know, which everyone feeds off from, you know. So, I, I, I mean, he's, he's been very important, you know. Plus the fact he's, you know, you know the greatest drummer in the world. You know right. so, <laughs> that doesn't harm anything. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, he's been really important for the vibe 
little thing now and you know not you know perhaps like you know HTP was for you know mainly for the Japanese market but then it became like a which was cool but we you know when we started to write the first one it was like for the Japanese market and was we were trying to you lean towards the tradition of rainbow and purple and that stuff and also you know thinking of, of Joe yeah. you know he's from the you know he, he's got this 80s sounds you know with the rainbow things right. we were thinking right. of that then on HTP2 we were thinking a bit more progressive or a bit more let's do what whatever happens you know but but since we finished HTP I mean I've been I've always been my philosophy of music is always do what you what I will you know it will happen you know that should be the whole of the law that should you know that's what you you can't design music for for a market it gets it, you know it's not gonna be great you know so so Chad has had a big influence on yeah he's like play music and Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry. Got a lot of lightning going on outside. There's a storm going on there. Yeah. Go ahead, carry on. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's been like this uh, growing from, from um, I don't know, I mean, all the bullshit to uh, like a new, purer thing, which is more right music for the love of, of music, you know, and do whatever feel like you know and it's been really good because uh, I think everybody's mind is really into that you know yeah, it's, it's so I, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen on the next album it might be even get even further yeah well it's certainly uh, it's on the roll right now it feels really good yeah the new album you can really feel it you know you could it started in Soul Mover, obviously, but with the new album, just as a, someone listening to it, you can feel. Yeah. You can feel the difference, you know. Yeah, and it's more focused. It's better produced. It's like all the songs are different. All the songs got different character to it. Yeah. L like they had on, on on the previous albums, but it sounds more like a band now. You see. Exactly. It sounds more like, even though the songs are different, you can tell it's more of of a sound. Right. You know, and it's not guest people like sometimes there used to be a lot of guests. Well, John Frusanti, but you know, he's, you know, you know, it's not like having Paul Gilbert or John Sykes. We, sure. They are like phenomenal guitar players, but you know, it, it doesn't, it sounds, then it gets more to be like, like the first day to be, it gets more to be like a compilation album or something, you know, like a tribute thing or then, you know, the sound of a, of a real band, you know, which I think we really... Well, like in, like in Rome, for example, Chad yeah. certainly, certainly brings the best out of Glenn and you. Um, oh, yeah. He's just... I mean, you're walking around with smiles on your face. It's great, you know, and well, as you're playing, you know, and... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you, you can't... You, you can't not smile it because it's just... You just gotta love that 
because he's it's just he's just a great guy, you know. It's just so fun to play with him, you know. And uh, it's funny, and you know, just you know, I, I don't know really. It's, it's just really it's great to be around Chad. Not because he's in the Chili Peppers, just because he's just a great guy, you know. Yeah, and he's a phenomenal musician that you. You would, yeah, exactly. you, That's would, what I'm you would naturally want to play with it, right? So yeah, he just happens to be in the hardest band in the world. But that's always, <laughs> always something happening, you know, that makes you smile. All of a sudden, you just got something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just wild. Yeah. It's great. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, say to everyone listening, um, either glam related or JJ related? What would you? Is there anything you'd like to say? taking the time to answer a bunch of questions um, via your website and our Coast to Coast newsletter. Um, oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. 
couple of months ago. And um, I'm really happy about that people are, are you know visiting my home site and asking me questions. Everything is great. Yeah. So for for those folks listening, uh, if I didn't ask a question, it's been asked already, and it's uh, out on uh, www.jj-marsh.com. So go check it out. All right. Um, I know there are a lot of gearheads out there, <laughs> and I uh, everything is answered on the on that Q and A that JJ answered. So I didn't want to get into it here today because um, our conversation will probably be about two hours long. <laughs> yeah, well, so um, that's okay. I love I love talking about gear. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know you do. <laughs> um, well, let me just ask you one question then. Sure, go what, ahead. Do you know what your well? What are you thinking about your setup for the the upcoming tour then? Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, you, you got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep keep, keep it brief. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to make keep it, try and keep it, you know, very quick. Uh, mm, well, I'm, I'm going to use two Marshall heads, but I'm I'm, I'm really. You know, I, I don't want to use the GSM 800s, 900s, or GSM DSL 2000s anymore. You know, the modern high high gain amplifiers. I need to go back to the, you know, the old super lead, plexi kind of tone. So I'm going to bring one of my own amps, which is an old 69 50 watt plexi, and probably another 50 watts, uh, like a reproduction of a 1987. Or maybe a 1959, which is the 100 watt head that, you know, the typical Hume Hendrix head. But I, that's what I'm, 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 you know, I like to get more of a vintage, vintage tone. Uh, so, you know, more string sound and more dynamics and, and a bit cleaner too, you know. Sure. Because that's what I like. And, uh, I'm gonna play the Les Paul, I'm gonna play the Flying V, and I'm gonna play the Strat. So it's going to be, a, you know, different guitars. Maybe I'll play the Strat on, on the purple stuff, you know. I'm, I'm thinking of doing that because it doesn't sound really right, you know, playing it on a Les Paul, you know. Right. So I'll probably play it on a Strat, but who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind, but <laughs> that's what I'm thinking right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to use, you know, some, the wow, of course, and then... Maybe some octaviders and uh, some old. I'm getting into this old tape echo thing, you know, the old echoplex stuff. So maybe I'll bring some of that stuff with me, and you know, some f funky sounds like some, you know, synth wah-wahs or some, you know, organic kind of neutron thing. Uh, but I'm gonna keep it, you know, pretty basic and pretty old school because that's the tone I like. So it's not gonna be any racks of Steve I stuff, you know, <laughs> which is great for him. But right, right. So yeah, so that's basically the how I, how I look at the you know gear. Okay, well, you know, thanks for the brief overview. I know we could talk hours on that, but. Uh... I'd also get killed for not asking that question, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, JJ. Hey, Shireen, how are you? I'm okay. I just, I just stopped home for a second. I just got to tell David something. 
I'm going to Starbucks. All right. Bring me a coffee mocha latte. Uh, all right, I'll do that. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye. Well, uh, thank you for taking the time. Um, I know it was Thank you. Um, Absolutely. And hopefully we can do it again sometime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Feel free to call. So we have a hotline uh, which folks can call in to ask questions. Yeah. And um, I'm sure you we're more than happy to answer questions from time to time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, when I'm home and I have time to do that, I, I you know, yeah. that's a, it's, it's, uh, it's fun for me to do that, you know. It's great. So just keep asking questions and I'll answer. Cool. Hey, and uh, I also want to shout out to uh, Kate for... Oh, she's brilliant. My web woman. She, yeah. Yes. She is, isn't she? She's is just great. She, she's great, and uh, I just want to thank her. So. All right. Good. Hey, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks, JJ. And, um, thank you, David. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, JJ. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed that, despite the stormy weather that reared its ugly head in the background. But before we leave the subject of JJ, we have a call from the podcast hotline. Hello, it's Kate here, uh, JJ's webby woman from Planet Marsh. Just a reminder to everyone, not that you need reminding, of course, but just to remind you that the music from Planet Marsh CD that you've all been waiting for for about 36,947 years is now actually available at last. Um, details are at JJ's website, I should say his magnificent website, um, and also a big thanks to David and Shireen for all their help with the project. Um, I hope to meet up with you all sometime soon, and um, if you're at a gig where I'm at, please come up and say hello. Thanks and best wishes to you all, and hello to JJ. Okay, see you soon, bye-bye. Many thanks, Kate, for calling in. Now, we hope this encourages you to utilize the podcast hotline, everyone. We're trying to bring you together with as many people as we can within the Glen Hughes camp. So feel free to call and ask questions or leave a comment for JJ, Glen, Chad, Carl, and anyone else we can find. So don't be shy. The number to call is 404-419-6568. There is also news of a couple of new albums featuring Glenn on bass and vocals with some of his close friends. First up, Glenn worked with Randy Pratt and the Lizards on their brand new album Against All Odds. Glenn is featured on four tracks. Be sure and visit www.thelizardswebsite.com to hear samples from the album, as well as ordering it online. Second up is the new album from Quiet Riot featuring old friends Kevin DeBrow and Frankie Benali titled Rehab. It's due for release on October 3rd and features glam, bass and vocals on the classic spooky tooth song Evil Woman. He is also featured on the harmonies and actually co-wrote three of the 11 tracks included on the album. You can check out Sound Bites by visiting Frankie's website at www.frankie-benali.com. Glenn is also to be featured on the new album from Jimmy Barnes. Last, we heard that it is expected to be released sometime before the end of the year in Australia. It will feature songs co-written with Glenn and Jimmy, 
and might even feature a cover of one of Glenn's recent songs, Sung by Jimmy. More news on this one as it becomes available. We've had a few questions about the status of the Hughes Thrall remaster. What we know is not much more than you've probably read or heard about already. However, the latest release date we are aware of is September 25th via UK label Rock Candy Records. Now this may change, but as of right now, that seems to be it. Glenn and Pat are currently finishing up Hughes Thrall 2. That's just a working title, by the way. It may not end up being called that. Again, you won't see a release until 2007. As an aside, expect to see a website debut around the time of the remaster, www.hughesthrill.com. Although it's empty right now, be sure and pay a visit in the next month or so. There'll be an accompanying myspace.com page too, for those that hang out there. In other news, the Classics in Rock show that was scheduled to take place in October at the Ahoy in Rotterdam, Holland has been postponed until the spring of 2007. As you know, Pat Thrall was supposed to appear also, so it would have been the live debut of the reunited Hughes Thrall. I'm sure a lot of you are disappointed, but not to worry, that day is coming soon, but most likely at a different location. Different subject now, we just wanted to mention our coast-to-coast -coast merchandise that helps pay for the upkeep of the website including the production of this podcast. We have a variety of t-shirts, coffee mugs, calendars, CDs, and many other items available at the CTC online shop. The shirts come in a variety of colors, such as black, red, navy blue, white, dark green, and dark gray. So if you want to show off your support for Glenn and his music, it's a great way to help out. If you go to www.ghpg.net, you'll find a link to the shop on all the pages within the website. If you do buy something, we'd just like to say thanks in advance, and for those who already have, thanks again. We greatly appreciate it. Now, it's time for some podcast hotline callers. First up, we have one from a certain Mr. Smith. As a newbie, he forgot about the three-minute time limit per call, so his message ends rather abruptly, but still... We thank him for taking the time. Hi, this is Chad Smith calling in. It's uh, Friday night, and you know what that means? Party like it's Friday night. But then again, Friday night's every night for me, every night's Friday night. I just got listening uh, to your web, to your podcast. It was not quite as funny as the Rich, Ricky Gervais one, but um, very informative and um, nice to hear the snippets of the songs that we worked so hard on. And and, um, and uh, so I had to get down by the computer. I'm laying on the ground to hear it, and it uh, sounds really great. It's exciting that it's actually getting released out into the world, and it's nice to hear Glenn speak so heartfelt and so true and honest, and and you know about the music and the songs and what they mean. Some of them I didn't, I was, I didn't even know. Like Frail was about an old lady, um, and just in general, it's just, uh, it's a great thing that you guys are doing, and and 
spreading the love, spreading the the word of Big Papa into the into the cyberspace world. The information highway needs more Glenn Hughes, and um, I'm just pleased just to be a real small part of it. And uh, I hope everybody gets a chance to hear his music and buy his latest CD. Um, I, I love it. It's it, like Shreem was saying. I'm more excited about it than I was my record. So uh, you know, I'm really close to it, and it's hard for me to be objective at this point. But um, I think that uh, it's, it makes me feel good and gives me a smile, and, and gives his voice gives me so much hope. And he's such a wonderful person, and I know what comes out on this album, and the songs are varied and. And uh, he's uh, playing bass incredibly well, singing better than ever. JJ's playing his ass off. We had so much fun doing the record. Uh, it was wonderful to be in my house. And I'm going to move here in a few months. And and um, so you guys that get the, the artwork with the CD, it has a bunch of pictures of us doing what we were doing um, that in January. And, and uh, it'll be a real nice memento to have when I don't live here anymore. <laughs> Thanks again, Chad, and no, we're not Ricky Chavez by any stretch of the imagination, although some might say we're more like the two Ronnies. Anyway, hope you'll call again from time to time. Okay, it's time for the Setting the Record Straight segment, where Glenn's manager, Carl Swan, answers your questions left on the podcast hotline. Again, we have to thank Carl for taking the time to do this for everyone. He's more than happy to answer as many as he throw his way. So don't be shy, it's just a phone call away. In this edition, we have calls from Germany and the UK. Hey everyone, this is Achim from Germany, also known as Schreiner Music, from the GHPG website. Since there is a great opportunity to leave a few words here, I thought I should do that. Greetings to all my fellow friends out there, especially David and Shireen, Glenn and JJ, and not to forget Pete Stanford, one of Great Britain's best rock singers. So keep on rocking, and we're all looking forward to the release of Music for the Divine, which will definitely be another milestone for Clint Hughes. As a question for Carl, I would like to know if there are any plans for Clint Hughes to appear on David Coverdale's new studio album, as there are still many rumors out there for a long time now. I guess for a lot of people, this would be a dream come true. Okay, thanks for listening, and keep on rocking. Bye. Hi, it's Carl here with the uh, replies to the uh, questions. The first one, um, uh, Glenn going to be on David Coverdale's new uh, White Snake album. Uh, well, he's not been approached about it. I'm sure it would be something he would be interested in or would consider, but um, there's been no formal approach. Uh, but obviously Glenn and David are you know, still good friends. Um, it would just be something we'd look at if, uh, if the offer came through, but I really can't see that happening. Hi everyone, it's Wolfie Smith, Glenn's hometown boy, calling from Carrick over in England. Hi David, hi Shireen, thanks for running the site, and I want to say hi to all regular posters for keeping it alive and interesting. Uh, I haven't listened to any podcasts before, so my questions have probably been asked before, but I'm going to aim them at Carl, as uh, he's the one who wants them. Okay, uh, Carl, do you manage any other bands, and if so, who are they? Uh, when are we going to hear the tour dates? As soon as possible, I hope. How hard is it to get a support band for a tour? 
Uh, will there be any copies of Freak Flag or even incense and peaches available on the tour? And hopefully some good quality t-shirts. And can I also suggest letting David sell some of his t-shirts on the, on the tour as well? Uh, has Glenn thought of selling his unofficial merchandise on glennhughes.com or CDs, whatever? What's the chances of, of Glenn playing on, on a big outdoor festival in this country? Like the V Festival, Tea in the Park, something like that. He seems to be able to do it abroad, but not here. Is it difficult to get in touch with promoters to get them on the bill? Are they interested, or doesn't he want to do it? Or some more information. And finally, I want to say, uh, hopefully, some of the tours, this year's tour will be recorded, and another official live will come out. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, David. There's a bunch of questions from uh, Wolfie Smith from uh, Canuck, who I remember well. Um, first uh, question, he said, do I manage any other bands? Not at present. The Glenn thing is pretty much as a full-time uh, thing, but it will be something I'll be looking to uh, expand into. But the the Glenn, um, managing Glenn at the moment is, uh, you know, because obviously we're, we're trying to make up for uh, lost time here, cover a lot of ground. So it'd be very. I wouldn't really want to have anybody else on, and then I'm not really giving them too much attention. So that's the answer to that one. Tour dates, uh, yes. Well, you've probably seen on the website that we've actually given the start of October the 24th in Dublin, and we'll be going through to approximately December the 11th in Paris. Uh, there'll be five or six shows in the UK. Um, a few new places, as I've mentioned on the statement. Uh, a couple of surprises. Um, so, uh, so, I mean, we should get the actual confirmation through any time now. Uh, support for the tour and how difficult is it for bands to get on? Well, the very nature of support bands, it is difficult because, uh, you know, in the smaller places with the, uh, um, you know, the, the PAs and stuff like that once we've done the sound check. So there may be support on this tour, but if we can avoid it, we usually do just for the, uh, the basic logistics of it, you know. Um, will Freak Flag flying, incense and peaches, T-shirts, etc., be available? We'd hope so, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some good tour merchandise. And yes, it is something we're going to get to to have the merchandise online. Um, what about the possibilities of getting Glenn on some outdoor UK festivals? Well, absolutely, we'd love to do that, but uh, seems to be a pretty closed shop at the moment but things may change because uh, the guy that we have booking this tour we have a new agent Steve Strange hopefully things will work out on this tour uh, for both parties uh, he's you know the agent for Coldplay amongst others so he has a lot of clout in the business and with somebody like that it is probably possible to you know get a few doors opened up for you know UK festivals um, as you know, we managed to do them in Europe, but then again, the you know, the, you know, Europe uh, tends to be a little bit more open towards uh, you know the rock music stuff. Anyway, the festivals here tend to be uh, here in the UK just tend to be a little bit more sort of like indie or trendy, you know, with the band. So um, yeah, it would be something that'd be fantastic to do. Um, and Glenn is is willing for it, but uh, you know. It has to make sense for us as well, because obviously with Glenn being in the States to come over for, you know, you know a UK uh, festival. So, um, you know, from, uh, you know, from the, you know, the financial point of view, etc., I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, 
you know, to play one show, one festival, is quite an expensive thing for us to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm sure this situation will start to change in the future, I hope. And uh, there may be a um, possibility of a couple of festivals in the UK next year anyway, more rock-based festivals that we'll be able to do. So uh, I'm sure the details will be... Uh, forthcoming as and uh, as and as and when we start planning for the you know for next summer so uh, yep that's about it for now and if i can think of uh, any other things uh, when i look at the form or whatever i'll be calling in to again set the record straight okay thanks bye bye thanks Hakeem and paul wolfie smith we hope everyone else listening will take the hint because we want to hear from you well, that concludes this edition of the Glen Hughes Coast to Coast podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to bringing you the next installment in the October-November timeframe. Meantime, we hope you'll join in. The podcast hotline telephone number again is 404-419-6568. With the upcoming European tour, you have no excuse not to let us know what you thought of the shows. So, see you back here in a few weeks. Bye for now. Goodbye.